0: Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode three of the KDH podcast. I was a bit question, I was a bit questionable whether or not to do this today because I am a bit like the hay fever monster, but it's been on my to-do list. I've got the notes in front of me and I'm like, fuck it, let's crack on with it and get going. So I've called this podcast the M-Word motivation. And I know that I did say I was going to do a lot of the podcast, interviewing people. Things have evolved. I've been getting amazing feedback. And I can't believe it. The listening is going right up. I'm looking at analytics from it and it's great. So uh, I'm going to start doing some on my own on different random subjects. And today's is motivation, the N-word. Now, I've called it this because it's I've heard it being thrown around more than ever right now. Like the most I've ever heard it. And it's completely understandable due to everyone's circumstances with this current pandemic. Things have happened that none of us have ever, ever experienced or even anticipated happening. Well, Bill Gates did, but no we. Um, and that's the thing, it's completely thrown us off. And I think that motivation is such a broad topic, and people have so many different uh, interpretations of what it actually is. And it, it can become a bit, almost a bit confusion, confusing. And it's obviously a, a, something that's been massively spoken about recently. So that's why I thought I'd talk about it. Um, so some of the reasons why routines have been turned upside down life as we know it isn't the way it is jobs have been lost people's health has been put at risk people have been isolated normality as we know it has gone to complete shit and i'm not trying to talk down the severity of this situation going into the podcast if it seems like this i'm not trying to i, I know that a lot of people are in bad situations like including myself like, when i started off my full business get pulled away from underneath my feet the gym closed, the boot camp closed, and I was—I had to adapt very quickly. And um, so, it has been obviously a challenge for myself as well. And obviously, there's there's so many implications, but that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm not trying to talk it down anyway at all. I'm just trying to get why things have been thrown out. So, um, why has there been a huge decrease in motivation since the full lockdown began? Simply because life, as we know, it has changed, and people don't like change. A lot of people don't we're creatures of habit we work in routines that's how we work and when things change we don't like it we feel disrupted and we get thrown off so it's your habits have been thrown out of place um, a lot of people are simply confusing lack of d- discipline with lack of motivation they keep saying it, i'm unmotivated what they didn't realize is their work what they got up to at the weekends having a gym membership that was their norm, that got taken away from them and they just had to reset and they've just started saying I don't feel motivated and again it is understandable but you need to understand that discipline takes action and action generates motivation. We are the machines that move us forward and we are the machines that generate motivation. Motivation isn't this thing that jumps up and bites you in the ass. Obviously in certain circumstances, external things can push you forward. But people need to stop confusing it with like this thing that, oh yeah, I'm lacking motivation. I've like nobody ever wakes up cheery and buzzing to go every single day. It just doesn't happen. However, your actions are what determine your outcome. And I cannot emphasize that enough. You need to take action to generate motivation. It doesn't just appear out of nowhere. Like, like going out every single weekend, boozing, not exercising, and just admitting that home workouts don't work for you it's going to leave leave you feeling like shit it's not going to make you feeling good and that's how your actions have determined your outcome there i'm just trying to get you an example because i know a lot of people probably probably been experiencing that recently so there's two different kinds of motivation you've got intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation extrinsic motivation is like going on holiday you want to be looking good on the beach with your top of It's like chasing a promotion at work because you know that you're going to be financially more stable. Working harder, picking up extra shifts to generate a bigger income so you can do more with your family. Uh, Nights out, training to look good for a night out, competitions, running events, bodybuilding shows. These are all huge external motivators and what have been massively stripped away from is external motivators. All these things I've just mentioned there have simply been taken away. So it's very easy to slip out of the habit of wanting to do something where there's no intention to actually make it happen. Again, completely understandable with the current circumstance. Intrinsic motivation, that's all we're left with. And this takes time to develop. This is something that you will build up over time through constantly pushing yourself, stepping out of your comfort zone. It's basically the wee voice in your head that tells you to go and do things when you don't want to do it. It's like when you see someone, maybe they're training for, they're out running, like, well, why are you running right now? And it's like, oh, well, I'm out running because I'm training for the Glasgow 10K. And then you see someone else, why are you running? Well, I want to just stay fit. That's because that person is intrinsically motivated to just go down, go out and get on with it because they want to. And that takes time. And again, the, t- the example I've just used there is a good example of how the more events you picked up through running would then encourage you to go and do it off your own back without actually being extrinsically motivated by an event. But one thing that I would say um, to obviously have a think about as well is the more you do the things you don't want to do, it builds mental fitness and resilience and it helps you get through challenging times. I strongly believe that um, my mental fitness and my ability to to grind when I don't want to has been a massive part of me getting through this full situation as well it's been a huge it's definitely been a, a thing for me that, that's got me through it and i think more people need to to try and challenge themselves because when the first hurdle comes they'll get up a lot quicker from when they're falling down they won't stay down on the floor and i think that's probably from what a lot of people have experienced and again it's circumstantial to what's been going on right now when you're used to taking on shit times on purpose it's not so bad when they unexpectedly start coming to you um, so, in any given circumstances, there are two kinds of people: people that are successful and people that are unsuccessful. Now, I was chatting about this t- today in my stories. Successful people are proactive when something's fra- thrown at them, and unsuccessful people are reactive. That is it. At-, at the end of the day, you can point the finger of blame. I do it with things as well. I sit like I start blaming all the things. Like not feeling very good for the past two weekends is drinking. Who's that to blame for? That's me like it's no one else i can sit and say oh it's because of this it's because of lockdown it's because do you know what i mean i can blame i can point the finger as many things as i want but i know that it's down to me um and then obviously being reactive what you've probably seen right now is um lots and lots of people recently they've, they've been quite reactive towards things it's like the amount of folk i've touched base with or they say they just say things like oh i, I don't like home workouts or uh i I don't do that I prefer working in the gym you need to understand that's like worrying about something that's completely out of your control the things that are in your complete control are your mindset your training your nutrition your recovery and your sleep waiting on the gym to reopen worrying about other of things that are out of your control having the fear of failure and um, just putting up obstacles that are completely unnecessary is a really reactive way to think and it's why a lot of people end up getting stuck in the same position. So really focus on looking at what hands you've been dealt right now, looking at what cards you've been dealt right now and choosing to play them the best way possible because that's all you can do. Um, I've, trained, I've trained hundreds of people and I'm not telling them anything different at all. Of course, there are lots of different variables. Like A lot of people have different circumstances, different lifestyles, family commitments, work commitments. However, it's all the same information. Um, nobody is the exact same and there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all program. The people who achieve the things that they want to do are simply proactive and the people that don't are simply reactive. Like, I'm just trying to give you the example when someone maybe goes, I'm trying to lose weight, I've tried everything, I'm like, right, let's look at your lifestyle and they say, for example, well, I work nine to 5, I work at a desk job and you start looking at areas, like, why don't you try this in the morning, maybe get up, set an alarm 20 minutes earlier so you can literally park further away when you get to work in that way that it's building your steps up on your lunch break go and listen to a podcast and do this and you get this person that starts taking action and they're like here this isn't actually that hard and you get a lot of people that just go no nah, i can't do that and it's it, it's it genuinely just comes down to how proactive and how much you want something that is it that's what it comes down to uh, yeah so it's that is like success is driven down to how proactive or how reactive you are, that that is simply it in a nutshell. Um, three things that massively influence our decisions and actions are ourselves, other people, and their environments. One of the biggest things that I hear people do all the time is how they constantly tell themselves how they can't do something, how they wouldn't do something, and how they couldn't do it by simply changing these words to I will, I need, I want, you'll have a huge, huge turnaround in how you actually go about doing things. Um, A big one is like, I actually used to smoke, I'm sitting saying this in my podcast right now, I used to be, I stopped smoking about four years ago, and a big part of me actually stopping smoking was I transitioned from telling people that I was trying to stop, and I started telling people that I didn't smoke, and as a result of that small change in the way that I'd done things, I was able to do it and um, so your vocabulary can massively change around the way that you think so if you say that you can't do something the chances are you won't do it stop putting words in your mouth and stop setting yourself up to fail that's a big part and um, you need to start doing things and get out of your comfort zone well you need to you need to constantly challenge yourself I remember like a good few years ago I was at a point where I was like I remember a, bit, a big point for me when it was like really realizing that I had to go out of my comfort zone was when I was in the Air Force and I signed up to a parachuting course. And it was purely because I'm terrified of heights. And we, in that week, we'd done five jumps. Um, and we, it was a solo jump. You jumped out and it was a static line shoot. And it was one of the most terrifying things i ever done. And I tell you that the second jump was much worse than the, the first because you had to pack your own shoot, which was fucking terrifying, especially when that's when you started thinking about what the hell could go wrong. And I remember it was this sort of turning point in my head of, here, I need to keep doing things like this because it's going to constantly challenge me. It gives you confidence in other areas of your life. It makes you more willing to take on different things. It makes you do things that you didn't think you were able to do. However, you need to take the leap and do it. And that's why I'm constantly telling people to do things like take on running events, take on challenges, because it's not just that I want the person to maybe obviously build a sort of have a good goal and and work towards and have a bit of progressive measurable structure it's because I know what it does for that person I know that it, it, it changes you and it gets you doing things and it gives you confidence and it makes you build belief in yourself and it does so much for you um and i remember as well it was obviously a few years after the parachuting thing constantly after that point i've always made a conscious effort of doing it and it is one of the staples it's my sort of ethos is get comfortable being uncomfortable and i remember a good few years ago i was actually sitting one day and i was like i think i'd done i can't remember what it was it was a challenge or something and i was like fuck this never ever stops and it doesn't the comfort zone the circle never stops growing and that is the brilliant thing about it is it's not like a complete thing. You have to just keep pushing with it. So a really really good one there, yeah. And the thing what I always tell my members, my clients is, do you know what happens in our comfort zone? Absolutely fuck all. Um, you just need to go to like a class in a commercial gym and you start seeing things like people going there and they're laying out mats like a a German holiday maker in spain going down to the pool at 6 a.m and they're they're laying their mats out 20 minutes before the class and it's like in the same spot using the same weight that they've been doing for the same year and i'm not trying to take away that the exercise that they're doing isn't good i'm for anyone exercising however they've probably got to a point where they've plateaued and the only reason that they're continually coming is maybe because their friends go and i'm not trying to talk down that the exercise that they're doing is good i'm just trying to say that they've hit a point where they've actually created they stepped out of their comfort zone maybe going to the gym in the first place but they've just built another one they've just built a fortress a wall surrounding them to protect them because they don't want to do anything else but you need to remember that it doesn't it never ever stops and you have to keep moving forward with it um a really good quote that i heard recently um that really really resonated with me was if you can't look back at yourself one year ago and cringe at something you were doing then yeah then you haven't done enough self-development that past year you need to like if you're constantly like if you look back and you haven't made any changes to your life i don't really like my my training processes the way that i generate leads the way that um, i go about my business the way that i produce content and i look back at some of my video content maybe the way that i edit it because i've done courses between now and then and i cringe at it but that's a good thing that means that i've actually taking something and move forward or the way that i've told someone to do a certain exercise or the way that i've coached a program the way that i've written a program because i've actually actively went out and looked how to improve it it's obviously you look back at it back at it and you go that wasn't that amazing what i was doing but the thing is the only way that you're going to learn is through actually putting yourself out there and being willing to learn so many people don't realize that that the most successful people or the most driven people have all had mentors or coaches And they've they've had to accept that they're not, they don't know everything. They've had to drop their ego and they've had to realize that they need to learn to move forward. Another big one when it comes to motivation is people get stuck in this vicious loop of, they're like, I'm doing the same thing week in, week out. And it's like, invest in yourself. Go and get a good coach. Join an online training program. Take up a different sport. Try yourself at an event you never thought you would do. Sign up to a running event invest in yourself and put yourself out there if there's a cost invest in it do you know what I mean like it doesn't even need to be fitness it could be literally that you hate your career but you know that something that you want to do might be expensive go and do it just go and put yourself out there and do it don't get stuck in the vicious loophole of being in a comfort zone not challenging yourself and being scared of things because like if see like moving forward and progressing if it was easy everyone would be doing it you just have to be willing to go out there and do it. So again, I've kind of went off tangent there, but these are all things that a lot of people that nine times out of ten, it's 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 only you that's holding you back. Um so don't be resistant to change. Uh you need to be willing to be wrong sometimes. Uh and don't uh, sorry, I'm just looking at my notes there. Um don't be resistant to taking on any advice. Like you just need to go into any gym. Like I've worked in gyms and stuff, and it's like there's people that have been going their entire life and it's almost like being a PT. Some people look down on you as if like a middle-aged guy or woman that's been going to the gym, but they're actually doing things that they've been stuck in a loop where they've not actually took on any learning. If I went over to them and went, why are you wearing that weightlifting belt whilst you're training arms for the full duration of your session? And they wouldn't actually know why, but because they've been training for a long period of time, they think they know it all. But it's not until you actually challenge someone. I'm not trying to belittle anyone of that, but... These are people that have maybe been stuck in a comfort zone, stuck in a loop and doing the same thing over and over. But the minute you actually challenge the their knowledge that they think they have is they don't actually they don't actually know why they're doing something. And I think that's my, my big sort of why I want to move forward is because I want to know the why. I want to know why I'm doing something. I don't want to just do it because everyone else is doing it. I want to know why I'm actually trying to achieve something. Um, and I used to be pure anti-personal training. Uh, why would you need that who wh- I'm not gonna give them that amount of money like I don't know why people are like this and I think that's like one of the things that as I've got older I think as a male especially like when you're in your when you're a, a teenager when you're in your early 20s it's like you have this ego that just makes you think oh you know everything and I think like a big part of moving forward is accepting that you don't know everything and and realizing that you need to learn to, to progress, you need to grow, to, you need to learn to grow. Um, if I could rewind one thing uh, in my entire sort of, my entire entirety of training and fitness, I would go back and I would hire a good coach. That is the one thing I would do. That isn't an advert for me, uh, but I would 100% go back and hire a good coach. If you do want some coaching, I am currently offering a free week trial as part of my online training. If it's something you've been thinking about doing, I would just go and do it. Because honestly, you can actually progress your training years in a matter of months just through learning. So it is a big thing I would, go, I would obviously to do. Um, the second thing I said that could influence you is other people. So I've wrote down a few different points here. One thing that you always need to remember, uh, someone will always dislike you no matter what you do. And I think that's why a lot of people are scared of progression. They're so worried about what other people think about them that it actually stops them from moving forward in the first place, which is a shame. Um, you could literally save someone's granny from a burning building, and someone will still hate you. It doesn't matter. And I've learned that. Like, I've learned that through posting on social media constantly. I've learned it through trying to put myself out there. And I've accepted that you're not going to please everyone. Do you know what I mean? You, you will literally get a fan... Like, the what's the, the rule? It's the five... Uh, the one, three, one rule. Out of five people... One person will absolutely adore and listen to every single thing that you do and adhere to it. Three people will be on the fence, but they will listen. And one person will just not listen. That's just always the way it is. And I think it's important to remember that. Um, Yeah, so when you're trying to strive for improvement, there will always be uh, a negatron wherever you are. Now, I've done a a good few talks last year. I've done seven talks last year. Um, which really got me out of my comfort zone doing uh, public speaking because I used to be terrified of it. And uh, I used the slide, and it was known as the office arsehole, and it always got everyone laughing. And it doesn't even need to be an office. It's just like every workspace that you work in always has at least one or more person. And when you're trying to make an improvement in your life, they're always just negative towards it. And I think you just need to learn to realize that and accept that that's always going to be a thing. And I always get it with people that it tends to be the work in an office because that environment tends to maybe generate a lot of people that aren't doing a lot of movement and stuff so when you make a conscious effort to make improvement or move more people start picking up on it and they start going oh i see that you brought your gym stuff in oh how come you're going to lunch at a walk in your lunch break oh how come you didn't park in the car park today and you parked somewhere else and people pick up on this and they will just start to pick at it it's simply because they're jealous that is what i've i've summed it up to over the years it's simply because they are jealous that you're doing something that they're not and it's just in human nature. And I remember when I first started realizing this, and I, I was like, oh, I used to write about it in my, my social media, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, some people will do this. And I've realized that it's just part of life. It's not even that it may happen, it will happen. And you just need to learn to live with that. And the fitness industry is a good example of this. Um, I see it with, obviously, personal trainers. A lot of courses I've done. It's one of the first things that any of the, the people that are doing the media, um, it, like Jamie Alderton's a course that I've done. And one of the things that he said is, PTs worry too much about what other PTs think of them, and I think we need to realise is that other PTs don't pay your bills, and that's something that stuck with me. Like um I have had other PTs ask for training, I have had other PTs that I do people that are aspiring to be PTs, but I mean, like the, the bread and butter of your business isn't built off other PTs; it's built off generating clients and helping people move forward. If one of them ha- happened to be a personal trainer, that's just a bonus. Do you know what I mean? But um they don't pay the bills at the end of the day. And I think that's going to be applied to so many different areas of fitness and progression. Like if, some, if you're worried about what other people think about you going out for a walk and your lunch break, you need to remember that they're not going to lose you the fat that you want to lose. If you're worried about what other people think of you in the gym, They're not going to get you big and strong. They're not going to get you that physique that you want. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't work like that. Other people don't do it. Um, If someone unfollows me on social media, I used to take it personally. Now I think, well, that's just someone I'm never going to do business with. I don't take it. I just look at it like periodically. And I'm not going to sit there and say that it doesn't bother me. Like a bit of me is like, oh, that's a bit good. But I recently read a book by, I can't remember, Professor Stephen. I can't remember his surname, Chip Paradox, Mind Management, really, 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 really good book. By the way, I'd highly recommend reading it. And it's one thing that really gave me a lot of confidence was when he was talking about human insecurities will always be a thing, no matter what. It doesn't matter if you see someone that's the most confident public speaker you've ever seen, that person still worries about what other people think of them. And this guy's a, a psychologist. He's worked with lots of professional athletes, Sir Chris Hoy. And develop them this killer mindset and it's like it's so nice to know that the the people that you look up to the people that you think are the most secure people ever still have insecurities like you or me no one is different and it doesn't matter how far you you, you climb up the ladder and whatever your desired goal is whether that be your career fitness or uh, a certain sport There will always be people in that ladder that's ahead of you that are just as insecure about something as you are. But I think it's like trying to play on your weaknesses, uh, trying to build on your weaknesses and just realizing that these are just some things that you can't change. And I think it's just learning to live with it and work around them. And one of the things that I have heard that I think is quite negative as well is when people say, get rid of negative people in your life. And I'm going to come on to that. And it's like, if someone's negative, like, I mean, like there's a difference between someone being a bit negative and there's a difference between someone being a bit poisonous, like someone that's genuinely like trying to negatively influence your life. You're always going to get negative people. However, if you are really positive, if you lead by example, then you essentially should rub off in that person. That's the way that I see it. I don't see it as cut negative people out of your life. I see it as just be the most positive just be the most influential and just try and lead by example and then loads of people will follow that's just the way it goes um, i think a big part as well is like realizing that mistakes are meant to be made and if people are judging you like like it's going to happen no matter what you do and i love when i have clients and they're going i've just realized that i was kind of meant to do what i've done there because it's taught me not to do it again and i always say to people like make a mistake once and it's a mistake and make a mistake twice and it's a conscious decision and you're going out your way to do it and you see this when people they really fall off the wagon and they refer back to things that didn't work for them before but they go back to it because it's like a comfort zone it's like a safety blanket for them they maybe went to the gym they didn't have the right guidance and they started tracking their calories and they had a bit of a hiccup and they're like oh, i'm just gonna go back to slimming world now I'm not try to slate slimming world i'm just saying that a lot of people that tend to come out of that they've, they've People have done well for it. I used to be very anti-Slimming World and very anti-Weight Watchers. And now I've got to the point where I'm like, see, if that's helping someone, I do not care. However, the one thing that I don't agree with them with is they're not telling people the principles or the why of what they're actually trying to achieve. And they're basing it on the wrong things, like solely basing it on weight. However, that's another podcast in itself. But yeah, so mistakes are meant to be made, but don't be put off by the first one that happens. And then the last thing... That massively influences what you do is your environment. Um, and this has a, a huge, obviously a huge impact. A, a saying that I've heard quite a lot and read the different books and it's came up quite a lot, is you are a version of the five people you're with most. If you're with five arseholes all the time, you're probably gonna be an arsehole. <laughs> um I'm I'm just trying to say, like, it doesn't like, I used to hear that and I'd be like, well. i've obviously got these influential people i look up to david goggins is like a big one for me i can't be with david goggins 24 7 however there's ways to get about this you can follow these people on social media you can listen to their podcasts you can read their books it it doesn't actually mean you have to be with them you can obviously surround yourself with them with the things that you do um and where you work if you're unhappy change it man like if you like i was talking about this on my first podcast and i can't recommend anyone to do it enough I think like this full sort of lockdown has probably taught a lot of people that here, the sort of worst thing I ever imagined happening hasn't actually been that bad. And a good example of that is right now with me, like obviously, as I said at the beginning, my full business got taken away from me and then I've actually been able to build a significantly good and strong platform with a decent amount of members and we're able to still do a cracking job. And it's like, yeah, this isn't actually that bad. If if my if my gym went on fire, I would still be able to generate income or like, I would still be able to work around it. And I think this school thing's taught people that. But yeah, like if you if you are unhappy in your job, like you, you shouldn't just like be happy to do that the rest of your life. Like change it up and do something different. Um I think as well, like sometimes your your closest friends and family um can be uh it's not a a negative impact on you well they can be a lot of, a lot of your friends and family can be negative but a lot of it can come from worry and a lot of it can come from jealousy as well and they can have maybe partners like you're you're making improvement in your life but your partner's like, oh i'm not into fitness or and it, it's quite it brings you down and i'm not saying get rid of them but try and positively influence them realize that you're going to maybe come up against that maybe realize that you might rub them up the wrong way and um, but just try your best to work around it and i think as well like when I was leaving the military, like one of my worries, my mom and dad were like, oh, you you can't leave the RAF, you can't do this. They were doing it out of worry and now they they couldn't be proud of the the stuff that I'm doing now, but that's going to happen and I think you need to realize that these things do happen. But um, yeah, so I'm not trying to tell anyone how to live their life here. I'm just trying to give you an insight to things that obviously do come up and they do play a big part on your motivation and, and how you feel and the decisions that you make. Um, so don't think that I'm trying to tell everyone how to live their life, I'm just trying to give a wee bit of advice on how to keep your mindset strong, how to keep moving in the direction you want and how to stay motivated. Um, but the biggest thing, uh, I want people, I want to do a bit of a quick recap now from what we've covered. Uh, so don't confuse lack of discipline with lack of motivation. Like you're not gonna be buzzing every single day of the year, every single minute of the year, you're going to have days where you're going to down, you're going to have weeks, you're going to have months where you're down. However, your actions determine your outcome. You are the engine that fuels your motivation. So when the motivation is low, you need to think about the things that drove you to success in the first place. You need to think about the things that got you uh, to where you wanted to be. And then maybe it's you've taken your foot off the gas. Maybe you stopped tracking your nutrition. Maybe you stopped writing a to-do list every day. Maybe you stopped signing up for events. I don't know what it was. But remember like, what got you going in the first place and reinvent it and refocus and get back on it. Challenge yourself uh, to develop your intrinsic motivation. Don't rely on other things to do it for you. So as we said, you've got intrinsic motivation and external motivation. Really focus on doing things that are going to develop your own intrinsic motivation. Uh, next point, be proactive and not reactive. Uh, put, away the tiny violin, I've put, in, put away the tiny violin and realise that you need to be proactive. We're not always going to be in situations that's going to benefit us. However, when you're obviously dealt a hand, it's how you play it that counts. It's that that's what matters. Uh, don't try to control the uncontrollables. This is such a big one that I've been talking about constantly recently. Stop trying to control things that are completely out of your control. Um, stop putting words into your mouth. I can't, I couldn't, I wouldn't. Start saying things like, I will, what I'm going to try. And start realizing that challenging yourself is difficult. It's not an easy thing to do. So just put yourself out there more. And remember that nothing happens in our comfort zone. So remember what happens in a comfort zone, absolutely fuck all. And <laughs> remember when you progress and you do something it doesn't matter how positive it is what you do someone's always going to dislike you uh, self-development rubs some people in the wrong way and don't over complicate something just do it and be ready to make some mistakes and learn on the way but that is it guys for my motivation the m words i just thought i would do a bit of talking on it because it is it's such a topic right now there's so many people are, it's, it's obviously got a lot of people thinking about different things, but hopefully like this applies to some people and they can benefit from it in some way. Like I, I can't believe how well the podcast has went so far. It's amazing and uh, it's such a, a good platform to get my message out there more. If you do want to do any kind of training or coaching with me, do not hesitate to drop me a message on Instagram or Facebook. You can get me on there, I'll respond quite quickly to you. As I said already, I'm currently offering a free trial as part of my online coaching system right now that starts every single Monday if you want to do that again just drop me a dm and apart from that guys that is everything I've got a few more guests lined up I've messaged a few people I've messaged a few big licks that I'm like a few big wigs that I'm like yeah I don't know if they'll respond but God loves a trial. That's all you can do. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. And thanks for tuning in. If you have listened to it, screenshot it on Spotify, screenshot it in Anchor, and put it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it because it makes me feel cool when you do that. Anyway, guys, catch you in a bit. See you later. Bye.